Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is David Moyes. This is Yapstam. This is Ryan Fraser. This is Troy Daly. This is Adam Lalana. This is Jurgen Klopp, and you're listening to The Big Interview with Graham Hunter. Part two might be boring to you, but part two follows part one. This is my old Pellegrini again. Hope you enjoyed the first instalment. It was certainly interesting and nice meeting him. It was a beautiful sunny day at the Luis de Sol training ground. They they were playing a, um, a bounce match at the end of training um, when we got there. Joaquin was roaring and, and taunting people because his team had won. <laughs> and the racket he made was prehistorically good they were also cutting the grass so on a beautiful Andalusian sunny day there was this scent of cut grass wafting all over the place plus the scent because we originally looked at a site to do the sit down in the in the players complex right next to the restaurant there was the smell of beautiful stew being cooked for their lunch anyway the the grass was what stuck with us and will stick with us for a long time to have that smell of cut grass in your nostrils is I love the smell of cut grass in the morning it was beautiful in this section Manuel Pellegrini talks about how moving from Chile to Ecuador and encountering completely different personalities changed him as a communicator changed him as a manager and brought on his need to learn about emotional intelligence if you don't use concept of emotional intelligence or haven't read about it I suspect you'll find that part of this interview interesting he's passionate about um, because throughout it um, although he engaged he spoke really well in English he smiled and laughed more than I've seen him do so probably in my in anything I've been at that he's been at more than I've ever seen um, so that was pleasant but there were no great super headlines out of it but his piece on what he went through with Malaga losing to Dortmund almost exactly to the day 10 years before um, in the Champions League quarter-final. That's good listening. And if you're part of the Scottish officiating team who unjustly saw Malaga out of the tournament, then, lads, Craig Thompson's team, hang your heads. I think we finish on thoughts about 
managing upwards and Florentino Perez, his employer, when he was at Real Madrid, what he feels about that. We talk about Joaquin, we talk a little bit about um, Manuel Pellegrini's enjoyment of being at Betis, but openness that if one day his contract at Betis does run out, he's still, um, I think still at 69 now, he's still got an appetite for the place where he thinks the best league in the world is founded, that's in England, although he still believes the best football is in La Liga, Viva La Liga. This, for your edification, is part two of Manuel Pellegrini. Thanks to all the socios, most of you got um, your material read out. Tom Lee, your question um, was used about Malaga, but I might not have mentioned your name. But Chris, you were in there. Robert, you were in there. There was there was a whole load of socios who were in there. I thank all of you who sent your questions in. I particularly say sorry to those of you who sent questions in and didn't get them asked. Keep them coming. Adios. Michael Williams sent us a thing. He's one of our socios as well. He said, I've always admired our Manuel has managed to adapt and have success in so many different countries. What would Manuel say that he's learned or take the most experience from? And I wonder if I can direct you to something you've talked about a lot. You've said that you have a very explosive nature. Yes. Whereas everybody who watches you from the stands or from the television, (laughs) they don't see that. They see something very different, very calm, very organised. So which is the real you? And why are there why are there two Manuel Pellegrinis, the explosive one and then the calm one? For a lot of different things. First, uh, when you are growing, you you dominate more yourself. <laughs> but when I was a player, yes, I I, I recognize I had very bad character. I was always angry, always demanding uh, all the other people what I demand myself, and the people ah. have different personalities. And I, in my career as a manager, I have two different. Uh, two different uh, parts of my life. First, the 10 years in Chile, when I started, when I finished my career as a player in Chile, I, in 1987, uh, was my last, uh, 1986 was my last uh, year as a player, I started the career as a manager, to, went to Lille Shot. Uh, and I worked in Chile from 1987 till 1980. 96, 96, 98, 98. Was not was not bad. I started first uh, be relegation with my team, but in the different. year of Lillishaw, when I went to Lillishaw, relegation was, by one goal, by one goal was different, <laughs> different. But not only that, uh, was my team. The fifteen played fifteen years that I played the same team. That was uh, also I learned a lot about that. Uh, but I finished my career after that in Palestino, in O'Higgins, in Universidad Católica. Well, not bad seasons, but I was not happy. Uh, if I wanted to leave my career as engineer for that kind of manager, I don't think that would be good for me. Uh, so I understand that I make an improvement as a manager, or it doesn't matter if I continue in that way because it was a... What didn't you like about the manager you were? In the way I demand all the other players to the, how they must work, how they must play, 
the uh, mistake that they, that they made, I, as, 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 as I always demand a lot of myself, I demand exactly the same to all the other ones. It, it became... And, and in it, the same way. Uh-huh. And maybe you, I need to shout to you because you don't understand, and maybe with the other, you must be very kind, so, so there are different ways to, because the personality are different. Well, when I went to Ecuador to start my Broadway career, unfortunately uh, for me, I started in 199, the first year that I was in Ecuador, and now, uh, 24 years that I worked, the 24 years, always never stopped one year mm. out of my country. Two years in Ecuador, three in Argentina. And when I went to Ecuador, I went uh, alone. I didn't uh, come wife, with myself, children. my wife and my children. Because my wife is engineer also. She had a very good job in Santiago. My uh, older son was his first year. He went to the university to study. He's a doctor now. Uh, the second was finished the school. There's a lot of, of things that you trust on your family in the way you, you live. And maybe in Ecuador you have a bad performance manager and in two or three months I return to Chile. So I think that I want to take the risk, I will do it alone. And then I had a lot, a lot of hours in that moment to study a lot of different things, not only football, because in that moment I always thought that as you more knew about football, you will be a best manager. And in that year, I, I, well, I studied a lot of different things around football. Uh, in the way you must, have, uh, you must talk to different players, the person, like personality, the, emo- the intelligent, emotional intelligence. Well, a lot of difference to, to improve myself as a chief of a group and not only as a manager. That's why I changed a lot. And one of the things that I read and I, I understand that I had to change was my, my character. So emotional intelligence is about recognizing your your own moods, recognizing your own reactions, being more effective in how you communicate with different people in your group. Exactly. N- not letting energy or anger take over and make you communicate in the wrong way. These types of things. Yes, all those types of things. So what do you do to? I mean, how does one of the most difficult? Now, now we're leaving football aside. One of the most difficult things for a human being to do is to evolve or to change. How, how did you do it? How I do it? Well, first, that I work in the Ecuador with players, uh, different Chilean players. So when you are abroad, when you are abroad, it's not the same as your country. So it was, was the first one that I tried to learn in the way they think in Ecuador, the players, Ecuadorian players are not the same as Chilean players. In that way, I talk a lot of more with the, with the players, with people around football also, with journalists, with, the, with people in the, in the street, uh, to know about the, what, what was football in Ecuador. Uh, and that's why I tried to learn a lot about that. After that was Argentina. That's a different, absolutely different country about Ecuador. So, and I, well, I was very successful in that country, in both teams that I work. So uh, I knew that, that that was the correct way. When I finished in Ecuador, and I, the, first, the first year in Ecuador, I won the title, and we made a very good uh, international cup, the Copa Libertadores. With, uh, I understand, and uh, that, that 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 was the the, the way that uh, you must have as, as, a, as a manager. But you've talked about because understanding your players. But in all emotional intelligence, I believe you, you have to apply a a self discipline. You yes, you have course. to change 
the connection between what your brain is saying or your character is saying and what your mouth says. Of course, you need to, you need, you need to change. You must think uh, a couple of seconds more before you speak. So your mind must be faster than your mouth. If your mouth is faster and you say before and I think after that, well, you may be... You may make a lot of mistakes. So <laughs> That's a very good expression. Your mind must be faster yes, than your mouth. Your mind must be faster than your tongue. So uh, maybe I delay my answer or what I think uh, five or six seconds. And when you say one word, when you say a sentence, now you are a slave of that sentence. <laughs> you cannot say, no, I didn't say that. No, yes, you did it. <laughs> You're a slave of the sentence. You've made me feel better about the years um, 2005, six, seven. When occasionally I would ask you a, a question in the press conference and I would see this face staring back at me and I'd think, oh, fucking hell, I've asked a bad question. <laughs> we're, we're all... I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I feel much better now. Let me, uh, I wish I, you told me at the time. If I under... <laughs> no, that was different for me to tell you at <laughs> that moment. But of course, in all, in all the press conference, I listen exactly what they're asking to me and I try to think about a couple of seconds before I start... Uh, I start answer. That's controlling the mind. What, what about controlling, if you're explosive, if not just you, if one is explosive, what about controlling anger? That's more difficult. Yes, it's more difficult, but I think that you must not always control your anger. In that moment, I think it's good for the players to see inside the dressing room, not to the media, that you are not happy with what they were doing. I have a lot of big problems with different players inside the, inside the dressing room. But to the media, I think that you must be different. And to the players, they know that one day maybe you have an explosive uh, thing about one uh, thing that they do. But another day, you are with good mood and you are talking with them that they are doing well. How, do you, how did you cope then or now? Because I want to move to Malaga now. How did you cope then or now <laughs> with... Um, those ridiculous well, moments. That's why when they asked me what about the VAR, V-A-R, <laughs> I, saw you said. I absolutely support <laughs> the VAR because the, the mistake, the big mistakes, not the, the criteria mistake, and maybe you think it's foul, and maybe I think it's not foul, but those kinds of things now in the modern football from today is impossible to do. So we're talking about almost 10 years to the day in about... A fortnight, it will be exactly 10 years since playing against Jurgen Klopp's um, Borussia Dortmund to... It's unbelievable. Really it's ridiculous. ridiculous. You got that, that's not a mistake. Because it was in a free kick. So the lineman was in the correct line because in the mo in movement, maybe the lineman was two or three meters. He can you can actually right. see in the, in the photo I've taken, you can Just see the lineman standing in line with the... It was a free kick. Because we're not standing there, we are waiting for the player for a moment to put the ball inside the, the, the inside the, our pitch, inside our box. And we wait in the last minute when the player right to the ball, we go in. Huh? And the player for Borussia Dortmund went in four or five before. Minimum and, and four. The photograph is clear. And then when, when <laughs> Santana scores, Scheiber is touching yes, the ball yes. when well, Santana well, well, yes, is, on, is on the goal line. I believe so it's ridiculous, and I'm very sad to say that... In today, in a football front today... It's impossible. It's impossible. But I'm very sad to say that they were Scottish officials, so on behalf of the country... Yes, Sorry. <laughs> but how did you cope then, and, and how do you look back at it? I mean, for you now, is, is it just gone? Bye-bye? 
no pain. Then, how did you cope? Well, in that moment, I suffered a lot with all the players. <laughs> we, we arrived to Malaga at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, and there were 3,000 people, so 4,000 people in the airport waiting for us. I think that most of that, you can't you can do it anymore. We suffer a lot. We, we missed an, uh, an opportunity that maybe, well, not maybe, Malaga will never have it again. Uh, and what, can, what more you can do? Cope. That's what I mean about emotional intelligence. I yes, suppose that was a big moment to, to learn more, to use it. Of course. I think with more experience, you always will learn more if you want. If you think that because you have a lot of years as a manager that you don't need to learn anymore, I think that you're being a, you are doing a big mistake. I think that every day you must learn something. With my age, with 40 years, with 30 years, and that's I consider always. You, you, I, I'm, now, I'm not going to take a risk, but I'm going to mention something that maybe isn't too much fun for you, but you made me laugh when? in October maybe. I was reading Grazetta. And uh, Betis were going to play against Mourinho's Roma. And somebody asked you about when you left Madrid and went to Malaga, a Malaga team which played beautifully, which did historic things, which was fun to watch. And whoever was asking you the question asked you about Mourinho's comment about when I leave Madrid, I'll never go to Malaga, which was a, a comment which, in my opinion, was very theatrical, very divisive, and not showing much emotional intelligence. And you said, oh, now he's gone to Roma and maybe he's learned some maturity. <laughs> and I don't think you used the word, but I think I heard the phrase, maybe he's learned some humility. or so. I, I thought that was a nicely timed reply. I would say that Mourinho, in my opinion, is not the perfect example of emotional intelligence. Fair? Well, I don't want to talk about Mourinho. I can't... Talk to you it's about, what you said that made me laugh. Why I decided to go to Malaga in that moment because my life was always from challenge, uh-huh. from different challenge. Not to go to the best club just as I win the title and that I'm happy with that. No, I, all my life always uh, I have been different challenge. Unfortunately, for, unfortunately for me, I lot I won a lot of those challenges. Mm-hmm. So when uh, Mourinho went to Rome, I think that was maybe. Something similar. So want to Rome to do it better that they had doing all the years before, and he's doing very well. But maybe Mourinho's mentality in this moment, I am absolutely sure that it's different than ten years ago. So maybe he's mature also himself. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. On the subject of emotional intelligence, you've said in interviews that despite, I remember being on the last day of the season when you were Madrid coach, I was in the press conference from Guardiola, where before he celebrated, the first thing he said was, I want to thank Manuel Pellegrini and Real Madrid for the challenge, for the football they've played. It wouldn't be possible to play like this if it wasn't for them, which I thought was, that was to the benefit, that was to the good name of sport to be able to say that. So it was a it was a it was a very it was a successful year in ways, and not so in other ways. But you've talked about looking back and thinking that you wish you'd handled your upward communication with Florentino Perez differently. Is is that am I right that you that that's how you think about the process of because a manager has to manage upwards too. Yes, of course. Well, uh, first of all, I think that it was a so special season that there's a lot of things that maybe if, if I can do it again, maybe I, I will change it, some things. One of the relations, I think, of course, with, the, with Florentino Perez, but it was not the best. At the first, when I, be, when I began working in Real Madrid in the pre-season to have the squad that I wanted for the year, maybe have some different. Too many years ago, so it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't matter. But I think that uh, for you as a manager to have 96 points with a team and not to win the title is, is so difficult to, to repeat. Uh, but Barcelona played very well also. They have a very good team. So I just, I absolutely sure that they deserve also to win the title. But for me, to, when you arrive to Real Madrid, you just maybe you have one option in your life. So I would like to continue in Real Madrid. Uh, yeah, but for maybe for the relation that were not the good relation, I couldn't do it. Was it a simple clash of strong characters? Is is it that easy to say that that's? No, I don't think that's a strong character. I think that it, it depends what the president thinks that the manager is, and what the manager thinks how he must work with the president. That's different. Different. Not wrong. The, no. He's not wrong. I am not wrong. There are different ways, and I always say that moment. When you don't think exactly the same that the president of the club, the man that must lead that club, is the manager, not the president. So I leave Real Madrid, I repeat, with a lot of pain because I wanted to continue to, to repeat maybe that season. But I always say that if I, if I continue in Real Madrid, I never will go to Malaga. To Malaga. 
And for me, the three years that I lived in Malaga was maybe, if not the best three years of my career, very near to be. Because something beautiful happened, the passion of the fans, all historic all. achievements for Malaga. Yes, a beautiful city football. where you like to live. Uh, it was very, I'm very happy here now in Sevilla also. The three years that I live in Manchester was beautiful for me. We, we, we won the, the Premier League. But uh, Malaga had in that moment all. Because uh, it was a challenge for me to have a, a small club to put it in the in the, the Champions League. After that, because I have my house there, I bought a house and I always go to Malaga. So there's a lot of things, different things that maybe they compensate a little what I lost living Real Madrid. It's compensation. One thing before we run out of time. One thing that's important to talk about is is. Life in Sevilla, working for Betis. I'm a man who links the two clubs, Malaga and Betis, isn't just you, it's, it's Joaquin, who's um, extraordinary. Is that a fair word to say? Yes, absolutely. As a player word. and as a guy. As a player, as a person. Is he one of the funniest guys you've met in football? Maybe also. Maybe, maybe the funniest. Maybe. What, um, uh, one of the best players, maybe uh, also. I, mean, uh, I think that for his character, his character, he didn't... Do, do it better. He did a good career, but with the, his conditions, maybe if he wanted to go to England, and he didn't want to go to England, he wanted to stay here because he liked this type of life. But uh, Mourinho went to him from Chelsea. To Chelsea, yeah. Time. It came quite and, close. And if uh, Joaquin was 21 years old, he go to England to Chelsea to that Chelsea, but maybe he would be twice what he did as a player. That's a big statement. Both he and you share something because you believe, I think, that there's a there's the age that it says on your passport or your birth certificate and the age that you are because of how you live. That's I, is that how true? I live and how I demand myself also. Okay, it's more to demand yourself. It's, it's difficult to demand yourself because you always want to. But for what I had this age, what what I what so I. Do you have a voice in your head saying, "Relax, it's no. okay." Today I'm starting my career. Every day. Every day. They started my career and work and, and me also. So I tried to play tennis once a week, golf once a week, go to the gym to two or two, one or two times also in the, during the week. Uh, swimming, well, I tried to make sports always to try to keep my, my body in the way I want to do it. And that affects how you are mentally? Yes, of course. Absolutely. But like, do, do you really manage that every day to start? Every day, as if it was your last day on earth. Is, can you manage First, that? So, I try to. It's not. It's not easy. It's not easy. I always have my sentence of my father that he said, "If you do today what you did yesterday, it's impossible to be old in one day." <laughs> but the difficult is to do it. <laughs> so I remind myself not only my body, it's also in my mind, and what we were talking before in reading, into new, to try to learn different language, to test yourself. Yes, always. And Joaquin isn't the same identical, but to be playing top football at his age, for example, you, you played him at Old Trafford in a huge game, a demanding fast game. He still he's got, he has to score one goal more to be the oldest player ever to score in the Primera. Um, I know he's been given an extraordinary physique, but does he... Am I right in thinking, does he live and live football in the same way as you to, to, to push himself and to challenge himself? Because not many play, players stay at elite level at, at 40, 41. No, no, of course, no, it's more difficult also because uh, I'm not fighting for, for with managers inside the pitch who do it. But, 
Joaquin is fighting against players of 20 years old or 21 years old, so that has a double merit for him to try to, to, to do it in the way he, he do it from today. Uh, but uh, maybe he works more in football than people think, uh, because they always see him in TV or doing, or doing different uh, works. But when he's here on the pitch, he works the two, the two hours and he demands a lot of himself. Mm-hmm. Then maybe the way to wrap it up is this. Uh, when you lifted the cup for Betis um, in the Olympic Stadium, Cartuja, did, does it make you even more determined to, find, to win more trophies in your career? Because there's a satisfaction in demanding of yourself, making a fan base happy. You, you deliberately, all through your career, you try to win but play spectacular football but when you lift a trophy I expect it it makes you different of course it's different give me more well but I have uh, 12 trophies in my career (laughs) it's not bad I'm not saying (laughs) I'm not saying it's not enough I'm trying to think about tomorrow it depends on where you are of course if you are in Real Madrid I need to to win a trophy that's why I couldn't continue because I didn't win a trophy that's different I'm talking about Manuel Pellegrini no no I'm talking about where you are yeah for me when I was five years in Villarreal, to play semi-final of Champions League, quarter-final of Champions League, to be second in the league, third in the league, to win a quarter, to arrive to quarter of UEFA, to win the Toto. I'm talking Villarreal 20 years ago, not the Villarreal from today. Maybe that is more successful for you than to win a title with Barcelona, Real Madrid, that they always win. Mm-hmm. With different with different managers, they always win title. With different managers, for me as a manager, Villarreal was the best Villarreal of history. Betty is the best of history. Madrid is the best of history. San Lorenzo is the best of history. And I won a title with San Lorenzo. And of course, I wanted to, especially to see the react of the people here in Betis when Betis, after 17 years old, won a title, the trophy, the title. Of course, I want to repeat. But you must, you have a reality. It's not, it's not easy to do it. And what, what, if you have never been with Betty three times in Europe in a row, if you do it, it's because you did something different. Because nobody will do it before. So that is for me exactly, it, exactly for me, this, I enjoy the same way to have a title in Manchester City that you normally have to win a title. Or in Real Madrid, or in Real Play that I wanted that title. For me, I enjoy it. Exactly the same that when I arrived with Villarreal to semi-final, with the, to win the cup with Betis, what I did in Malaga. Well, for me, it's exactly the same for me. I don't need to, to demonstrate all the people. See, I had 30, 30 titles, but, yeah, but in what clubs? That's important also. Then the last thing I have to say to you is I hope I live and I work in Spain. So I hope that I see you coaching Betis for five more years, six more years. I don't care. In football, you never know. Is there room, if, if you're not at Betis for one reason or another, is there room in your mind and your spirit of adventure to go back to the Premier League in England one more time? I'm keeping my fingers crossed that you're, you're with Betis for five more years <laughs> lifting trophies. But in terms of your adventurous Rome, your kind of love affair with England, is there a room, is there a possibility that maybe one more time in England sometime? Of course, if I have the option when I finish Betis, my contract with Betis, if I have the option, of course, I will be always to return to the Premier League, to, to return to the Premier League, an important option. 
I like the Premier League. I like the way in England, uh, all the fans in England leave the football. So there's a lot. I more, I'm very happy here in Spain. More than here. This is what I it's when the, I hear South America or Spanish different. people talking about England. Sometimes I don't understand it. I, the British football culture educated me, made me. But if you live with the Betis fans, you can't say, "Ah, oh, the fans in England," because no, no, in my no, opinion, no. it's I more think, here. I, I think there's a difference. I not compare one fans with the other one. That's why I, I, I told you I'm very happy here. Yeah, I have also the, the lucky thing in my career to to manage in Argentina. And you know how the fans are in Argentina. <laughs> uh, here in Spain, the fans are also very important. In England, but I, uh, I like both things. That's why I always say you have, have the option to continue in Betis. And here, all the things in Betis are going in the, in the straight, in the, the correct way. Of course, I continue here. That's why I have a contract two years more. I, I'm not trying to leave Betis no. to return to the That's Premier League. completely That's clear. clear. But if I finish here in Betis, hypothetically, and I have a good option. A good option, not to any, any in, in the club that I have the option to go to work there. I like that club. Maybe it's an important option. That maybe, uh, maybe as I as always said, as my national team also. Yeah. If I, I like, I, I would like to be in, uh, the manager of Chile in my national team. But I always say the same thing. I prefer to have to manage a club because I like to be all the all the days of the week working on the pitch. And the national team, you can do it. Before you came in, we opened the door just to smell the grass, which is being cut today. And even just smelling the grass on the training ground. Of is, course. But is, if I don't have that option, uh, I go to the national team of Chile. National Not team. because it's behind that, because I like to work the week, uh, daily in the pitch every day. Beautifully understood. <laughs> the one thing I'll say is, when hypothetically the contract with Betis is ended and England is calling, Alex Ferguson and I will persuade you maybe to think about Aberdeen <laughs> instead and that's the proper way to close this interview Don Manuel thanks very much for thank you, you very yeah. much enjoyed that a lot thanks, thanks, thanks for explaining your life to us This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.